Welcome to the Moms Who Money podcast, where every week we chat about all things related to money, mom life, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Eileen Joy, and I am a money and mindset coach for moms, teaching you how to confidently go from living paycheck to paycheck to making money easy. Money doesn't have to be hard. It is possible to break the chains, and I'm going to show you how. Get ready to join the Moms Who Money. Welcome back to the Moms Who Money podcast. I am so grateful that you're here today. I cannot believe that January is almost over. Today's the last day of January already. My son Sebastian turns 11 years old next month, and I'm seriously freaking out. (laughs) Can't believe fifth grade's almost over. What? It's amazing how the days can seem so long and the year's so short. And I asked him the other day what he wants to do for his birthday, and he really doesn't know. He keeps telling me, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But what we do know is that I'm going to go up to school to have lunch with him because I love doing that, especially on his birthday. I go all the time, but his birthday is always so special. And then I always bring birthday treats for his whole class and everyone gets excited. And it's always just so much fun. It's so cool, like just to see his little face when I walk in the room when he's at lunch. He's like, yay, mommy's here. It's it's the best. And then there's also one other thing that he absolutely loves to do on his birthday, and we only do it on his birthday. We go to a restaurant called Texas Roadhouse, and we never go there except for his birthday <laughs> because they do birthdays really fun. When you tell them it's your birthday, they have this saddle like a horse's saddle. They bring it to your table and they make you sit on the saddle and then they scream so loud through the whole restaurant about how it's your birthday and they make this big announcement. They make a huge deal out of it and he loves that. And then they make him take like they have those cloth napkins and so he takes the napkin and he like twirls it above his head like he's, you know, lassoing a rope. He gets so excited and he just loves doing that every single year on his birthday. So we are definitely doing that next month. So if anyone's local and you want to come with us, it's lots of fun. He honestly doesn't even care of what we do on his birthday. He really doesn't. He always just says, mommy, I just want to spend time with you. And that to me is the best gift ever. Time really is our most precious resource. And it's, it's really all we have, right? Because we can't get that back. That's like the only resource of our lives that we can't get back. Everything else we can get back. Time. Really think about that. Think about that in your own life. Like, where are you wasting time? Like, how much time do we have left on the planet? I, I ask these questions to myself all the time. But you know what really literally takes just a moment of your time? Rating, reviewing, and sharing my podcast. It's because of you that I get to share my gifts with the world. So if you haven't, please take a second to rate the show. Rate it five stars if you're listening on Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, please take a moment to rate five stars and leave a glowing review because, you know, no one wants a bad review. (laughs) And the more you rate, review, and share, share with the people that you care about the most. Share the show. Put it on your socials, put it on your stories, tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. I truly want to help as many people as I possibly can in my lifetime. 
Like I was saying, you know, I don't, we don't have much time left. <laughs> time is our most precious resource. I really want to get out there to every woman in the world, like every woman out there, right? They can really understand that it's possible to be in control of your money. It's possible to understand your money, to really feel comfortable with your money and just feel at ease around your money. And most of all, create the abundance that you crave so badly. And it really starts with just learning a few simple things. You stop living paycheck to paycheck, you create wealth, and it really happens. And it can happen so fast. By the way, I do have two private coaching spots opening next month. So get on my calendar now. Just go to my website, momswhomoney.com. I'll put the link in the show notes and just book your free consultation. We'll talk about where you are now, where you want to be, and how I can help you get there. It's so fascinating. The more and more and more that I've been helping women, I have found that I am not alone. <laughs> There's so much shame and guilt and anxiety and embarrassment around money. And it's all because of our environment and other people's money stories. And just this morning, I was listening to the radio and they were discussing how many older people like in their 30s and above have roommates or rent rooms in their homes out to people to really just help pay the bills or to help pay their rent or their mortgage. They, they had various callers call in to discuss the different ways that they themselves have been doing that, whether they move back home and live with their parents or they invite people to come live in their own home. People were saying that they were embarrassed about it and that they don't really talk about it. And they felt a lot of shame about it. And I found that so interesting. And it really actually got me upset. That was the reason why I chose to um, scrap the, talk the topic that I was going to do for this week and do this today because it really hit me. It's because there's just so many people out there that have no idea how to manage their money. And it's all because of society. It's society that makes us feel some way about it right? And it makes us feel such deep shame. Shame really just comes from conditioning. Our conditioning starts in childhood. And when your parents basically tell you not to touch the stove because it's hot and then you don't listen and you touch it anyway, and then you burn yourself, right? That's conditioning. We learn by touching the hot stove. Oh, that's hot. Not going to touch that again, right? And then we hear no way more times than we hear yes. And when we're children, we're born perfect. We are perfect beings however we are born. And then the world around us shapes us into who we become. And then we all live in different cultures, societal classes, our local areas where we live in the country or the world. You know, we're all individuals and we are completely different. And your human design tells you exactly your purpose for being born, why you're here on earth, and exactly how your emotions help shape you and teach you and really help you navigate your life. But then we're conditioned. And when you're really feeling stuck in your shame, it can stop you. It can paralyze you and just keep you stuck. It can keep you stuck in lack and scarcity because it's all you know. Even if you're completely miserable, you stay there because it's your comfort zone. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but in the circus, they train animals in all different ways to condition them to either perform tricks or behave the way that humans want them to be, like tame, sit in the cage until it's time to go on stage, be submissive, etc. Sound familiar? <laughs> so specifically baby elephants. So when baby elephants are put into the circus, they are tied to a rope uh, to their leg. It's tied, The rope is tied to their leg. And then the, the rope is tied to this big stake that they hammer really deep into the ground. 
And then these poor baby elephants are desperately trying to break free from this and they can't. And they keep trying over and over and over for days and days and days and months and months and months. And they just keep trying to get free from the rope. And this rope is tied really tight around their leg. They just pull, 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 and it hurts, right? And they just can't get free. So once they realize that they can't get free, they just give up. So then as they age, the trainers continue to tie them up. They take this rope, but the rope is now a small rope. It's almost laughable at how tiny this rope is. And then they have this little itty bitty stake, not like the big one they had before, but it's a tiny little stake that they hardly hammer into the ground. The elephants are so conditioned to know, to in their mind thinking, okay, well, I can't get free from this rope, so I'm not even going to bother trying, that they don't. And there's these huge elephants that can easily break free, but they don't even try because they've given up. That's conditioning. So does that sound familiar? (laughs) Is there something that you have tried over and over and over and were just unsuccessful? So because of that, you gave up and now you just don't even try anymore. What have you given up? Think about different things in your life that you've given up because of your own conditioning. There was a really interesting study that I uh, recently heard about that Stanford had done a while ago where they wanted to learn about conditioning. And so, of course, you know, Lots of places do all of this on animals, which I really hate. And when I first heard about this, I was really upset about it. And it actually made me cry because I was just thinking about these poor animals. But I want to tell you about it because it's really powerful. And they did this study on dogs and monkeys. And what they did was they had this room. It was a controlled room where when you go in the room, there was in each four of the four corners, there was a different square and each square was a different color, like blue, red, green, and yellow. And then across the middle of the room, there was a net, like a, like a tennis net um, that you would see in a tennis court. And so what they would do is they would have one animal go in, whether it be a dog or a monkey, <clears throat> and the dog would go in and it would go sit in one of the squares. So let's say it was the blue square. So they would sit in the blue square and then they would take electricity and electrocute the dog that was in the blue square. So immediately the dog was like, what? And and then would go to another square. So then they would go to the red square next to it and it would be fine. They wouldn't do anything. It would be free from pain and it would be like, oh, okay, the red square is safe. And then they would take the dog out of the room. And then they would bring the dog back into the room. And then the dog would immediately walk around the blue square because it was, did not want to get electrocuted because it remembered, right? That's conditioning. So then they walk over to the red square, sit in the red square because they remembered that last time the red square was safe. But this time the red square is not safe. They electrocute the dog once again. And then the dog freaks out and jumps over the net. It goes to another square goes to the green square. The green square is safe, free from pain. Okay, it's okay on this side of the net. So the next time, I guess you can see where this is going, right? So the next time the dog goes in, goes, jumps immediately over the net, didn't even bother with the other squares, goes right to the green square because they remembered that it was safe there. And then of course you guessed it, they electrocuted the green square, the dog freaks out, goes to the yellow square. Ah, it's safe in the yellow square. Same thing happens again. They take the dog out, bring the dog back in. The dog jumps immediately over the net, avoids that other square and goes to the yellow square because it was safe there last time. And this time, not safe, electrocuted. So now the dog's like, oh my God, everything that I've tried in this room 
is not safe. I do not feel safe. I've tried everything and I'm not safe. And now the dog doesn't know where to go. And it's just whimpering in the, in, on the side of the room, just crying and defecating all over itself. This is conditioning at as extreme, but it, you know, it was a test. It was a study. It was, it's, it's amazing, you know, and, and it happens to dogs. It happens to monkeys. It happens to all beings. It happens to all animals. It happens to all humans. And once you really dig down and see how you've been conditioned and really how you can change your life because you can, and, you know, humans are at a different level than dogs and monkeys. And we have a conscious level where we actually can be aware of all of this and really make change. And all that really comes is with the decision, the decision to change. And that's really what it's all about. So really think about your own life and just all the different things that you've tried and maybe failed. And how many times have you actually tried? Think about your money. Do you feel so much shame and embarrassment about it that you just ignore it? That's conditioning, right? Because of the society and the way society makes us feel about all of this, we end up ignoring things and pushing things aside and feeling shame and embarrassment, anxiety, all these different feelings that come up when we go to face something that doesn't make us feel comfortable. So I do this all the time, but I dare you, I dare you to go look at your money. Just go look at it. Just go look at it. I promise you, you won't be beaten or electrocuted when you look at your money. Unless you're living in a financial abuse situation and that's the case, then you really need to take a hard look at your relationship and reevaluate. But I'm sure that you've had a dream or a goal that seemed impossible at one point, but you ended up achieving it. What was it? There has to be something, at least one thing in your life that you have overcome, something that you thought was impossible and you achieved it. So for me, at one point in my life, I was 130 pounds heavier than I am today. And I was overweight my entire life as a child. I dieted for the first 25 years of my life. And we all know dieting doesn't work, right? Because I dieted and diet, yo-yo, 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 up and down, up and down. And you know, every time you lose, when you gain the weight back, you gain more, right? So I dieted my way up to 245 pounds. And then at that point, I was just so ridiculously miserable in my life. Nothing was going my way. Everything seemed impossible. And, you know, we all have our aha moment. So I decided to take a look at my life differently. I formed new habits. I asked for help. I changed the way that I looked at food, my lifestyle, and especially the words that I said to myself. And because of all of that, in 10 months, I lost 130 pounds and I've kept it off now for over 20 years. I went bankrupt. I lost everything in my divorce. I had to sell my house, get a new job, get a new car. I was a single mom with a five-year-old. And I did the same thing. I asked for help. I formed new habits. I learned what I needed to know about my money. I put one foot in front of the other, pushed through my own shame and embarrassment because I'm worth it. My son's worth it. And I don't want to work forever. And I'm creating the life that I don't want to run away from. Shame is no joke. <laughs> shame can really hold you back from reaching your dreams. Your dreams can become your reality you have to let it happen. You just need to get over yourself and get out of your own way. Stop holding yourself back and let yourself dream again. Take some time this week and just daydream. Just daydream about what you want for the next part of your life. You can't change the past. That's over. 
there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, unless you've got a time machine laying around. But if you do, let me know. I want to come. <laughs> Life is happening for you, not to you. Just daydream. Daydream this week and really feel into what it is that you want out of your life. Remember, it's your life and no one else's. Not even those Joneses. Your life. You get to choose your future. Live your best life through your money. Ask for help. There's no shame in asking for help. Invest in you because you're always your own best investment. Thank you for being here today and taking the time to invest in yourself. So thank yourself today. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, please share on your social media and tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. The only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it. Please rate, review, and subscribe down below. See you next week.